Let's preview tonight's Spurs-Blazers game. Ask our heads about to roll on the Spurs roster, and should Spurs fans be embarrassed? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you all back. Uh, hope you're having a great work week. It's short, everybody, so uh, keep that in mind. Weekend straight ahead. Hey, we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, including the Ken's 5 Plus app and so many other platforms. Go subscribe right now. So what are we talking about today? Again, we're going to look at tonight's game, Spurs, Blazers. First of a back-to-back for those two teams. We're going to our guest later on, Vinny Vincetta, my colleague at Kent's Five. We're going to be discussing whether or not Spurs fans should be embarrassed and our heads about to roll. Popovich is not too pleased with the lack of consistency with certain players. We'll talk about that coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. This episode is brought to you by Price Picks. You want to go to pricepicks.com right now, the easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use that code, uh, all lowercase, LockedOnNBA, for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. All right, Spurs, Blazers tonight. Let's uh, take a look. And by the way, in case everybody you're wondering why the different background. So the internet company I use, the service, they've been down for the last day and a half. Not kidding. So I'm having to use the apartment's office, business center, to use a video streaming, get a, get a Wi-Fi connection going. So hopefully it'll be back. By the way, I mean, not bad, though. I mean, look at this background here. So we're all good. But so keep that in mind. By the way, the lights flicker on and off because they're all in the energy saver mode. So if they shut off, you know why. Don't be all surprised. So the Spurs come into tonight's game, 4-25, and Blazers 8-21. and Again, this is the first of a back-to-back between the two teams. Spurs are on a five-game losing streak. Let's rewind the clock. Spurs are coming off a home loss versus the Utah Jazz, 130-118. to Wimbayama, 15.7 rebounds. Zach Collins had six points and four rebounds. Kelton Johnson had 26 points. Devin Vassell had 22 in the loss. The big newsmaker of that wasn't necessarily the loss, but that Popovich, after the game, said, quote, Part of it is probably the need to demand from certain people that it's time to be more consistent or I make changes. That's what he said after the game versus the Jazz. We'll talk about that coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. For those who are in uniform watch, they'll be in their white association edition jerseys tonight versus Portland. All right, so what do we keep an eye on tonight? Start off with the Blazers. As we always look at the visiting or the team the Spurs are playing first. So watch for the three-point line, everybody. Spurs especially. The Blazers have connected on more three-point shots in their last four games versus their opponents. Yeah, so they've been knocking down those threes. The perimeter defense has got to be, uh, you know, on their P's and Q's tonight versus Portland. So if you see the Blazers start knocking down threes, might be a long night for your Spurs. Uh, keep an eye on the scoreboard. The Blazers are 1-10 at home when trailing after halftime. We know the Spurs sometimes do have leads at half. It's the third and the fourth quarters that kind of kicks the Spurs in the butt. So if the Spurs are ahead on the scoreboard at halftime, there is a chance. I'm telling you right now, there's a chance the Spurs might be able to win tonight. <coughs> Excuse me, versus Portland. Uh, 
The Blazers as a whole, this month of December, they've been scoring about 115.3 points per game. So keep that in mind. Spurs um, defense, again, needs to be on point. Now, what about the Spurs side of things? Well, the Spurs are on not only a five-game losing skid, they're also on a two-game losing skid to Portland. So the last two times these two teams have met has not been good for San Antonio. And um, Spurs, again, are sort of a first game of a back-to-back. That set has not been good for the Spurs this season. They are 0-3 in the first game of a back-to-back. So the odds are stacked up against San Antonio. There, those are your things to watch for tonight's Spurs-Blazers game right here on this quick preview. Coming up next, we got Vinny Vincetta, my colleague at Ken's 5. We're going to be discussing whether or not uh, heads are going to roll now that Popovich is thrown on the gauntlet and the Spurs fans should be embarrassed. By the way, in the next segment, the lights just went out. So we didn't bother with it. Otherwise, I'd be doing this a lot. See what I mean? So that is coming up next right here on Locked on Spurs. But before we bring in our guests, I want to talk about eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh picked for us at this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And lo and behold, he has a spur on the list. Yes, he's advocating pushing that you look at Malachi Branham. Go figure. We're going to be talking about him next. Uh, he says that he seems to be a starter for the Spurs in the short term, at least. And he's flashed some increased passing skills, increasing his fantasy viability. Yeah, getting those minutes on the court with a starting unit is going to bump up his numbers. So again, he is picking Malachi Branham for this week's eBay's Motors Fantasy Picks of the Week. That's eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week so he has malachi go get him look josh lloyd from locked on fantasy basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship and ebay motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit same with your vehicle look do you have any personal experience trying to buy a part for your car uh, you know you've been having some tough going about it looking for it uh, what about your dream ride do you have your dream ride do you think it needs uh, some fine-tuning, some extra parts, maybe upgrades? Uh, what about that car that you loved? You want to get it back? You want to just go to buy one and then look for the parts for it? So, look, if you want to keep your car running, you want to fix your car up, or you want that cool upgrade that you've really been wanting, you want to go to eBay Motors right now. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. They got brake kits, LED lights, roof rack. Bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're going to be burning rubber, not all that cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit only is available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs, joined by the big dog himself, my colleague at Ken's 5, Vinny Vincetta. Follow him on X at V Vincetta. Apparently, he's a, uh, a pot stirrer, a chaos maker with at the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. I'm just glad to get out of there in one piece, Jeff. 
<laughs> we, got, we have the game hyped up. I did my job. Yeah, well, you did your job and then some, getting yeah. both teams, fan bases, and just people just almost, almost on all out war. There were some, there were some cell phones recording, so I've been watching Twitter. Uh, maybe <laughs> it'll even be on ESPN tomorrow night. But yeah, the ballroom was rocking uh, before we watched the final hype video between uh, the U of A and NOU. So it was a fun, it's a fun kickoff lunch for sure. Maybe not the way they thought it would end, but still fun. Everybody yeah. liked it. And, uh, and of course, again, you know, you leave it to Vinny to be the dog in the room to start to start doing all the barking and get everybody hyped. And in case you cannot tell, we in our different setting. Unfortunately, my paid internet service company is out, so I'm having to use uh, my apartment complex's uh, business room. But I may like it now, Vinny. I mean, look at this. I got a little swanky sign back here. Everything. I I'm loving it. It looks like a real set. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So uh, excuse that. Also, too, if you see the lights coming in and off, they got the energy savers going on. So people walk by and may trigger it. So just a heads up on that. Uh, you know, you're not here for lights and all the background. So you're here to talk silver and black. And whoo, we got a doozy of a segment for you. I think the vibe across all Spurs fans, uh, feelings, Vinny, and, and all of Spurs fandom throughout the world is finally, pop, finally. In case you missed it, Pop finally called out the team. In a nutshell, he said that these players are inconsistent, that certain players are inconsistent, and if it doesn't get fixed, he's going to have to do some things. Vinny, I know you're probably were jumping up and down saying, hallelujah, finally, Pop. Yeah, I mean, it was a home run comment, man. I mean, uh, he, he does that sometimes where uh, somebody from the media will toss him just a yeah. generic game question. And he'll he'll answer that portion and then just use that moment to go off. And this was that moment last night. And so, yeah, for him to say, uh, I need to demand more from certain people or I'm going to make changes, uh, that was a big comment. And, and a lot of people, as you just said, Jeff, have been tweeting, it's about time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is about time. Because if consistency has been an issue from the jump day one of the regular season, then perhaps he should have fired this nugget off earlier in the season to salvage uh, the Spurs season. Currently only at four wins. That's it. That's all they got in the season. So, Vinny, is it too little too late now? Uh, I, I've seen a lot of folks saying, why are you doing this 29 games in? Why didn't yeah. you do this 10 games in, 15 games in? Record-wise, it would appear too late, yes. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe it's the wake-up call these guys need. I mean, these guys live in the lap of luxury, as do all mm -hmm. pro athletes. Uh, you know, they're, you live a seven-figure uh, financial lifestyle. Uh, everything is rolled out right in front of you uh, with the life that you live. But you have to be, even as a pro athlete, uh, held accountable. And for a guy like that, for a guy that has the pedigree that Greg Popovich does, mm -hmm. I'm not sure I would take any other coach more seriously than I would him when he mm -hmm. says something like that. Like it was heard, it was heard around the basketball world and it's been heard by Spurs nation. So there's no doubt it's had an effect and he uses the media. We know this. I mean, he mm -hmm. talks those kinds of things out to us to inspire and fire up his bunch. So that's what he's attempting to do. But mm -hmm. I do think it, I do think it four and 24 and 25, I, I'm not sure what good it does now. Exactly. So he said certain players have to stop being inconsistent and be more consistent. Who do you think those players are? He didn't, Obviously, he's not going to name names, but if you had to look up and down that roster, who are you starting with? 
Boy, you're gonna put me in that spot. I gotta say names. Huh? Well, I, I, I'm gonna go for it. I, I'm gonna say uh, perhaps you know the first one is maybe Kelton. Kelton you know what? Is, you know what, is, Jeff? I was thinking that, but yeah. I just I'm hesitant to say names because I feel like he's addressing everybody. I mean, yeah. I think maybe he's even addressing the generational rookie. I mean, everybody needs to be better across the board. But but keep going. Tell me who else you, you think. Yeah, Neon, Kelton. I, I think Kelton. Kelton sometimes can be a very streaky. Uh, Malachi, he, I know he's your guy, but he openly admitted that, yeah, you know, he, he had a bad slump uh, to start the season. He started, he looks like he's turning the corner now, but you're looking at Devin Vassell. He comes off that 36 point career night back down to earth. Um, so you've seen a lot of, and it's not just necessarily offensively, defensively too, you know, Sohan did a wonderful job on uh, LeBron. And then what has he done since, it, you know, you're, you're having a team of players just you know, light them up. So again, you're right. You're right. Perhaps it was a blanket a statement across the entire roster, including Wimby. When was the last time we saw a Phoenix Suns night outing for Wimby? It's been a while. He's had really good games, but not that. Oh my God, did you miss that game? Did you see what Wimby did? We haven't seen many of those. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's not a matter of naming names. It's just a matter of a blanket statement across the entire roster. Like, get your bleep together and play 48 minutes. It just seems like that's what it comes down to, Vinny. This team cannot play 48 minutes. So I found it interesting to that point after the Jazz game Tuesday night, he was really comparing and contrasting uh, mm -hmm. the Jazz and, and the Spurs. Uh, you know, the, the Jazz get it. They have guys, they have veteran mm -hmm. leadership. They have guys that understand 48 minutes and doing all those little things and you got to play consistent and you got to get out there and go from the word go. And he said, all these things that they do, we're not doing. And I think mm -hmm. those are facts. Um, it's just, it's just a little bit stunning. I think Jeff that, you know, nearly 30 games in that we're still having this conversation. Like yeah. nobody expected a 50 win season. Mm -mm. Uh, nobody expected even maybe a 40 win season. Yeah. But I think, people are shocked by where we are and it's mm -hmm. just golly the, the the meltdowns that we continue to see Jeez. in the third yeah. quarter and into the fourth quarter it's just it's just stunning i mean yeah. uh it was it was um it was uh, one of the gentlemen uh, print writers uh, that covers the, the spurs uh, mike mm -hmm. uh, mike i'm forgetting his last name but he asked uh he asked uh, somebody at shoot around, I guess, uh, Julian Champagny uh, before the jazz game on Tuesday, you're in you're entering a stretch here where you can, where you can uh, win a lot of games. I mean, is that something where you got to say to yourself, we got to go out there and get these games and then hell, they could even get the jazz game. They're down yeah. by double digits uh, yeah. in the fourth quarter. So it's borderline stunning the way this has worked out so far. Yeah, it is stunning. And, but you know, to, to your note, Nobody else expected a four-win season so far. <laughs> that was not in the, the books. Because I remember, Vinny, I thought they were all about Ws. You and I were there at, at Media Day. Wasn't it wins, 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 baby? What so, I have, so I have pointed that out to several people. Uh, I yeah. said, did we, did we get taken for a ride here on Media Day? Because it was yeah. about, yeah, are we still developing? Yeah, but this is no longer about development. This season is now about winning. Mm -hmm. And I just, in the last several weeks, I keep going back to that. I hearken back to that and think, I, what was going on there? Because everybody yeah. said, we're mm -hmm. in it to win it. And here yep. they are at 4-25 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And a five-game losing streak, uh, you know, games they should have won. They had no business losing to Memphis in their gym. 
They had no business uh, dropping big, massive leads they had. Uh, Toronto. I, mean, I was at that game at the uh, Frost. I mean, yeah. That was horrific to watch. Uh, and then getting clubbed by Houston recently and in, in, out in Houston. So, look, I wasn't expecting a River Championship parade, but I was expecting a lot more effort. I was expecting a lot more chemistry. I was expecting a lot more individual development move forward, moving forward. And, and some of the guys that have been here, uh, like Devin, who I guess he has taken a step. But, you know, I overall look at this and I say, man, it sounds like Pop is ready to roll some heads. Do you think that will happen? Do you think heads will roll and we'll see some dramatic changes? Well, sure. I mean, he's throwing it out there. Uh, yeah. Unless they respond to him and he doesn't have to make uh, changes. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's a that's a very serious statement that he himself has now put out there. But mm -hmm. let, me, let me pose a question to you. Several years yeah, sure. ago, Several years ago, Sean Elliott, and, and, and he was right to do this, pointed out the power struggle in Oklahoma City between then KD and Russ Westbrook. Mm -hmm. and, and the divorce eventually happened. Do you sense any sort of a power struggle mm -hmm. between yeah. some of these young Spurs and Wimby? And it's like Stacey King. Yeah. He made headlines during the Chicago game. Oh, yeah. And he said, these guys are trying to figure out who's the number one. There's no conversation here. <laughs> exactly. Wimby's the number one. Everybody else plays second fiddle. So yeah. do you sense any power struggle at all? No, no, not at all. I've been in the locker room many times this uh, season, and I have not sensed any type of power struggle, any type of discord or any tension in the air. Uh, Kelton is being Kelton, being wild and, you know, being Kelton, whether win or lose. Uh, you know, he the last time I was there in the locker room, he was conversing with Devin, asking him, hey, where do you want to go have dinner? Wimby walked in and there was no dissension or nothing like that. Wimby, as a matter of fact, hung out, literally hung out with the media. I'm not kidding. He hung out with us and was talking to us about uh, learning the English language. Uh, Sohan did arrive, I remember, one night uh, to the locker room, but he seemed fine. You know, he was chit-chatting and everything. I personally haven't observed any type of discord within that locker room. Uh, if there is, they're hiding it very, very well. But no, I, I don't I don't expect that. There's sometimes, Vinny, I just think that maybe it just is that. There's just too many cooks in the kitchen. What if it's simple as that? You have Keldon, who was anointed the franchise pre-Wimby. You know, maybe he's just having a time to get over that. There was Sohan. He was heralded last season. Everybody loved him. You know, now, now there's Wimby. You, you know, and look, I, these guys get asked questions about Wimby almost daily now. Almost daily, you got to wonder, like, okay, enough's enough. I've but, thought about that. That game yeah. is exhausting, but I go, I go back to is the starting five still struggling to see that every time down court, the yeah. seven foot five guy needs to touch it every single time? I mean, is there the video doesn't lie? The video doesn't lie. It is kind of eye opening, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I just, yeah. I just wonder if that's something they're still really struggling to figure out how to balance that that guy right. needs to touch it every time he's on the floor. Well, both Sohan and Vassell recently did openly admit that they got to do a way better job of giving the seven foot five rookie the ball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, that got delayed because of the freak accident, you know, Wimby stepping on a, a ball boy's ankle. And yeah. then, of course, it looks like he was on a minutes restriction in the loss to Utah. He only played about 20 ish. So, I, look, they got a pair of games in Portland. Wimby, again, is not going to play both of them per Popovich's own words. Yeah. So that may delay that, you know, getting him going. But look, if if, if we're going to start off with something, if, we're, if heads are going to roll, maybe heads are not going to, maybe player heads are not going to roll. 
Maybe just the game plan needs to roll. Maybe it's okay. Once Wimby is ready to go and none of this back to back and you know, whatnot, you know, let's just get that rolling. Let's just get him the ball, give him his 15 to 20 touches a game. There's sometimes we see the stat sheet, Keldon and Devin have more touches than Wimby. I mean, that's baffling, uh, Vinny. But what, what do you foresee in the short-term future for the Spurs? Just trying to figure this thing out. I mean, yeah. I, made, I made a note here that, uh, you know, this has taken a lot longer than we would have thought. But I agree. They're, they're still very, very young. Yeah. And that goes to the patience point for everybody, fans, the players themselves, coaches, and everybody. Uh, but they're still very, very young. They severely lack really any veteran leadership, and they didn't have much of that last year, although I think they had a little bit more veteran leadership than they, they, have, than they have right now. But um, it's a slow-moving uh, process. Um, I don't know. you know. And I would add to that, the West is still stacked. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know that enough of us kind of thought about that in the preseason when we were all hyping what the Spurs might be. But the West is still pretty darn good. Yeah, it is. I just didn't expect them to be at four and twenty-five. No, or or even even if they were four and twenty, even if they are four and twenty-five, or let's just give them the benefit out, maybe you know ten wins on the season. Just show some fire on that court. That's it. Just show some fire. None of this two quarters and then we fold like a napkin. And no, that three is quarters, the- yeah, and then they're done. They're cooked. That's been regular's clockwork, and that's mm-hmm. maybe the most important question they have to answer because that has been like part of the game plan they don't want, but that part of the game plan is happening every time where they just fold. And mm-hmm. and just 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 the other night on Tuesday, the Jazz opened the third quarter, took control, and honestly, they kind of had control the rest of the way. And it's yeah. like, why why does that continue to happen? That's yeah. a big question they need to yeah. they need to answer. But Pop talked in post game about. This bunch does not get it yet that it's a 48-minute game. And I, mm-hmm. I, keep, I keep thinking to myself, when is that light going to go off that they'll get that it's a 48-minute yeah. game? And, and what's, what's interesting is that the Spurs did have perhaps the veterans that could have helped them right now. They had a Reggie Bullock and they had campaign, two veterans that have been on winning clubs that could have helped this young squad, but they waited them. Campaign, maybe, you know, obviously he didn't want to be in San Antonio he made it very clear, low-key clear, you know, on various podcasts. So they let him go. Reggie Bullock, I thought, would have been a great addition for the team, you know, a solid veteran. They waived him. So now you're left. And look, it's no knock on Doug McDermott or, or Seti Osman, you know, those guys. You know, they're, 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 Osman's been to the finals with LeBron. But they're not the type of veterans I think that this team needs. I think they need a veteran that's in their face, that's just – barking at them on during timeouts, yelling at them. I, you know what? If they had a Mario Ellie, can you imagine a seasoned Mario Ellie on this squad? Wow. I mean, he he would have had heads rolling himself. Yeah, I think that Keldon's really the only guy to maybe crack some skulls over there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, I need maybe we need to see a little more from from Devin mm-hmm. and and maybe even Jeremy Sohan seems to maybe have some of that in him but we're not seeing enough of that lately out yeah. of them. So uh, they look a little bit lost and confused. And and I, I guess I'll wrap around to what you just said. I agree with that, that they need to figure out who the leaders are of this team. Mm-hmm. There's always a couple of those guys that everybody else looks to. And maybe because Victor is 19 and, mm-hmm. and still trying to 
figure out his role or his way in, but they need, they need to establish who a couple of those guys are. Mm -hmm. That would help a lot. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And look, if better late than never, I guess, Pop, you know, I'm glad you, I mean, I think you, everybody in, in, in Spurs fandom loved it that he finally went there. Finally. Now let's just see if it works. If he's going to do changes, we'll see it soon tonight versus Portland. Uh, maybe moving forward. I hope so. At this point of the season, Vinny, I think you agree with me. The season is done. It's cooked, right? We're just looking forward to the draft and the offseason, right? There's a chance to do some good things and win some games. But okay. the, the competitive part of, of doing anything in mid-April on, yeah, I think that's over. I mean, that's yeah. pretty clear. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, even, even though there are some, some teams in the West that maybe are not meeting their mark yet, yeah. Um, and maybe some others have surprised us. Uh, I don't see how they can get back into this thing uh, from a yeah. standpoint. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll see what Pop and coaching staff and the team do moving forward. When we get back, we're going to ask if Spurs fans should be embarrassed, if they have a legit reason to be embarrassed about this team, or maybe Vinny says no, that they should just still see and trust the process. We'll find out what Vinny has to say about that. Coming up next on Locked On Spurs. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. But before we continue our chat with Vinny, I want to talk to you about Price Picks. Hey, everybody, you want to go to Price Picks? It's the daily and the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest way, the most exciting way to play DFS right now. And it's just you against the numbers. You don't have to worry about the pros or the sharks. You know, it's just you and the numbers. That's it. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections, and you can start watching the winnings roll in. They got it all over at uh, Price Picks right now. For example, they got quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players and stat types that make Price Picks what it is the number one daily fantasy sports in North America. Look, they even have a reboot policy. So let's just say one of your players gets injured in the first half. They cannot return in the second half. That player is rebooted. And Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform within, with a player in injury insurance policy. I mean, what more do you need? It's fun. It's exciting. You can win up to perhaps 25 times your money throughout the entire basketball season. NBA season is underway. Your Spurs are underway. NFL season is still going strong. What better time to join the fun? over at price picks so make sure you do that right now look go to price picks go download the app right now you're missing out on all the fun you want to go to pricepicks.com slash locked on nba use code locked on nba for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars pricepicks.com slash locked on nba the code is locked on nba that'll get you a twenty dollar first deposit well, well, at least at the first deposit, man, up to 100 bucks. So you cannot beat that. Prize picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. This is Zach Aguilar, the voice of Tanjiro Kamado, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we're back with the Vin Dog himself, Vinny Vincetta. Follow him on X at V Vincetta. He might share the video of him rallying up everybody at the Alamo Bowl. I hope that happens. Oh, I'd love to see it. There, there were cell phones recording, not mine. I was worried that a fight was going to break out. But, uh, <laughs> I saw I saw cell phones waving back and forth in the crowd, so I'm hoping it circulates and maybe somebody it, will tag, tag me on Twitter. We're talking about how it is this season. Spurs four wins, and that's a lot of bunch of losses. But 
I recently had a fan episode where a fan came on Vinny and talked about the state of the fan base. And they said that for, in his opinion, that the majority feel that the patience, the trust, the process is out the window already, that the fan base has now turned to anger. They're angry at this team. They were not expecting this. Um, they're, they're, they're the paying customer and the product they're buying isn't paying out. He even went as far as said he feels bad for season ticket holders right now who spend a lot of money to watch what they're seeing right now at the Frost. So my question to you is, should Spurs fans also be embarrassed by this team performance so far this season? Hmm. I've thought a lot about this, and I think it's a great question by you uh, to present. I'm going to say no, uh, Jeff, okay. that they're not embarrassed. But what I would say is very frustrated. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, fans are still showing up basically every night for every home game yeah. because number one is going to do one, two, three, four, five things every night. They're going to make you say, wow. So mm. people are going to show up to watch Victor Wembanyama do his thing because he's going to have some wow stuff every single night. Um, point two is that you mentioned patience. This absolutely has to continue to be an exercise in patience mm. because because for all that Victor is, he is not yet Tim Tony Manu. Mm -mm. I know that when Tim was drafted, you know, David was waiting in the wings. He had had an injury season. So they immediately had these two seven footers just like that. Um, and then you eventually draft um, Tony and, and Manu. But yeah, it's, it's, it's got to continue to be that. I, I, so I, I think the Spurs fans that hopefully understand it are just going to continue to roll with patience, even though it's, it's wearing very thin. There's no doubt about that. I wonder if Spurs fans are getting short on patience with Brian Wright because Ooh, yeah. he mortgaged a lot to get where we are now. Now, he also has a lot of capital left and a mm -hmm. lot of to work with, but he shipped a lot of things off and we got lucky uh, on, on ping pong ball night to, to get where we are now. So I can understand that people would expect to see better results, but I think they're still going to trust and hang in there, even though I think it's waning. Um, but it's remarkable. I, I just did not expect, mm -mm. A, I didn't expect 4-25, and 25, and B, which you so uh, eloquently mentioned, I, I didn't expect it to be lack lackluster. I'm a little bit shocked um, yeah. that yeah. it looks a little bit lackluster. Pop is still calling timeouts and flying off the bench and yeah. – you know, uh, swatting his hands and pointing people out. So he's displeased, which led to him after the Utah loss on Tuesday to say um, that people have to be better or he's going to make changes. So yeah. everybody's frustrated. But I think, in my opinion, that everybody's still trying to hang on yeah. and be patient. Based on what I see across the Spurs fan base and my interactions with Spurs fans, I, I think they're also embarrassed. Um and I try to temper that by saying, look, it, if it's any constellation, this team is not the Pistons. I mean, there's <laughs> that, you know, you know, 20, what, 27 losing win, uh, game losing streak and it's ongoing. Um, but the Spurs have a brighter future than Detroit with Wemby. But I think they're already at the point of embarrassment. Um, I, from what I observe and seen on social media, you know, fans have already gone to the old, um, New Orleans Saints uh, garbage bag, you know, uh, gifs and means and on the thing when it comes to the Spurs. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, but, but see, I don't know if any of I, if embarrassed is the right word. Would this, what about fed up? You think they're yeah. just fed up? Yeah, because, yeah. um, everybody's shocked that it's been so bad. Yeah. Like nobody expected four and 25, but can you imagine, can you imagine Jeff, if we had people showing up at the AT&T center with bags over there? You know what, Vinny? I wouldn't be surprised. I would, I, I would not be surprised if that happens I, at all. Do you feel like they play well in these spurts and they get these first half leads? Do you feel like that when that light finally goes off, that forty-eight minute light, that it's going to be just almost instantaneous? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think, yeah. I'm with you. I think what's going to happen. See, I thought that light clicked on in the Phoenix games. Early, oh, yeah. yeah. I thought that's when it clicked. I said, "Okay, they got it." It's a little. I, I was like, "Oh my god, they're ahead of the learning curve," <laughs> and he got it. Yeah. You know, and boy, was I dupe. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's it's just going to happen organically. I think it's just going to be a game. I'm I'm making this up. Let's just say it's against a Denver Nuggets team, like a power team, and yeah. they they eclipse, and they take off from there. Now they're going to go on some sort of. 10, 15 game winning streak? No, but I would see them maybe win two, three in a row, then drop a couple, then win. I agree. I, I agree with that. Yeah, we're not going to have we're not going to have a 15, 20 game win streak, yeah. but I can see that light going off and we win three, lose yeah. two, win yeah. four, lose two. Yeah, uh, you know, win three, lose three, something like that. And, and but you start to see that mm -hmm. consistency that they'll want moving into yeah. into next year. I mean, yeah. I, I what I really don't want. I just I've thought about this a lot. I can't just yet envision or imagine that we're prepping for another chance to win the lottery. I, I just would have never thought that would have been anything on my plate. Uh, yeah. this and, and the consensus is that this draft is not strong at all. That's the consensus. There's a couple of guys that maybe will be good. Now, unless they, they're going to pull a Mono Ginobili like pick, like some guy out in Slovenia that nobody's talking about, and then they scoop him up, and he is a steal of a draft. How did he not go top ten or top five? But outside of that, no, I, I don't see why they're tanking for this upcoming draft. Because I, the Wizards are making it obvious. Oh, they are. Yeah, the Pistons are making it obvious. Yeah. I just, I, just, I still can't just it, it wrap my head around that the Spurs are going to be right there with a fourteen percent chance again. I never, never would have no. thought. That. Oh no, and, and and even then, I mean, they're still sitting pretty. And look, at this point, they're sitting pretty. They're going to get a top five pick. So yeah, you, yeah. there's your little silver lining of the season right now, Spurs fans. Yeah. But for what it's worth, you, you know, is there really going to be any value? I, you know, what, Vinny, I'd say this one. I better see them aggressive in the off season with all those picks and all those that cash and all those first rounds and second rounders. And yes, Vinny, even some of the young players on the yeah, they had it. They had a they had a summer of money last year. Didn't make those moves. They have a yeah. The summer of money is on the way. So yeah, they yeah. They, they they have a chance to be at, very active in the free yeah. agent. And the thing about it, they can match offers. Like if there's like a steep offer to them, it's like okay, sure, we got you. You need a couple of first rounders. Here you go. You need some cash. Here you go. You want a young player in part of the deal? Sure, we we have that, and he's been developing the last two three years. So they can almost afford any type of request for a deal uh, in, in a bar and something really stupid. Like, okay, we want Wimby in that package. No, it ain't going to happen. But yeah, I, I better see them active this off season. And maybe there's a part of me says, I better see them active even up to the trade deadline that's coming up in a couple of months. Yeah. So, they can be sellers. There's no doubt mm -hmm. about that. And I've heard some fans tell me that basically uh, with the exception 
of a couple of two or three names, the obvious mm -hmm. ones that, that the roster might need to be entirely flipped between <laughs> next season. Okay. I, I'm a little iffy on that. That's kind of like a reset on a reset on a reset. You know, it has to stop at one point. You have to True. stop hitting the reset button. True. And you got to go forward. Yep. And going forward may include maybe flipping some of the guys on the current roster. But circling back to the topic, should Spurs fans or are Spurs fans embarrassed? Some are, but I think most of them are still clinging on to that hope of their silly plan in place. So we'll term. He is Vinny Vencetta, my colleague at Ken's Five. Follow him on X at V Vencetta. We've been talking about the Alamo Bowl. Vinny, I'm assuming that's what you got on your plate. Well, what you got cooking for San Antonio Sports? Well, I'm kind of laying low uh, between now and, and the new year. May check out the Alamo Bowl, and then we've got that Spurs back-to-back -back, uh, mm -hmm. at Portland on the way. But other than that, uh, the, the sports world for me, this is one of my very small windows to kind of <sighs> and then get ready for the new year. So we'll, we'll, we'll attack it uh, when we get into 24, but kind of moving slow the rest of this week. All right, again, he is the Vin Dog. Follow him on X at B Vincetta. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts. The Ken's 5 Plus app. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, the list goes on and on. Hey, Locked On Sports has a 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Not kidding. Go check it out. Subscribe to it. Locked On Sports today for the local experts and the national regional experts. Their shows are all there 24-7. Can wow. It's, 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 it's amazing sometimes. I see myself live. I'm like, hey, what are me and Vinny? Oh, that's right. We're on TV right now. So uh, go check us out on the Ken's 5 Plus app, and, of course, on the Lockdown Sports 24-7 streaming channel. For the Vin Dog himself, Vinny Vincetta, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.